Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. This is the Midday Moments program. Hi, I'm Gary Duncan. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. How are you today? I'm doing well. Now, I've been thinking a little bit about these creatures I see on TV, and I know my grandkids have uh, stuffed animals of these unicorns. Now, is a unicorn strictly mythical, or is there any truth behind that? Are they real? Interesting that you should ask. Uh, There's an article at Answers in Genesis right now. It was posted by Ken Ham on February 10th, 2022. Uh, And it's called Unicorns, and then in quotation, more legit than you think, question mark. And he's actually commenting on another article in a secular magazine, not a Bible creation magazine, but Discover magazine. And it says unicorns are more legit than you think. That particular article uh, proposes that remains that have been found of a creature called Elasmotherium sibiricum uh, may be what inspired all the tall tales about unicorns. Actually, it was a kind of rhinoceros that Mm -hmm. was very big, and when they looked at its skull, it was very big and had a massive base where a horn would sit. In the mythology and also in the kids' toys that I've referred to, they kind of look like horses with horns. Because, oh, it's nothing like that. It's more like a rhino. Exactly. Okay. Exactly so. And so um, if you read the Ken Ham piece, uh, he mentions how real animals can take on kind of mythological characteristics over time when people have legends about them. So that's basically what he's saying is the idea that today when people think of a unicorn, they think of a a pretty pony with a single horn on its head. Uh, That just developed out of people's uh, retelling stories and legends and stuff, and that's kind of where he goes with that. But there, he also has includes links not only to the uh, Discovery Magazine article where they give the scientists, secular scientists, reason for thinking about a rhino, but he also has a link to another article that was posted at Answers in Genesis some time ago, and is also chapter 32 in the new Answers book number three, which is put out by Answers in Genesis. That article was authored by Dr. Elizabeth Mitchell, and the title is Unicorns in the Bible? Question mark. So maybe you would be surprised that unicorns are in the Bible. Well, at least if you use the King James Version. So those of us who grew up with the King James Version of the Bible, there are nine places in the Old Testament where it talks about unicorns. Uh, and But when you really check it out, most modern English translations no longer use the word unicorn for the translation. They say wild ox, because apparently the Hebrew word there, re'em, doesn't really have anything to do with a single horn. When you read the descriptions in the Bible, even King James Version, uh, for example, Numbers 23, 22, God brought them out of Egypt. He has, hath, as it were, the strength of an unicorn. Okay, so it was a strong animal uh, and big and could not be uh, tamed. When you read in the book of Genesis, 
where God is rebuking Job and pointing to all the things that God created, and, you know, Job couldn't do that, and all these animals are, are named, many of them ones that we know even today, a few that we don't know today, and in the King James Version, it says, Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow, or will he harrow the valleys after thee? So in other words, he was big and powerful, but wild. There was no way you could capture him, tame him, and use him to plow your fields. Um, And in the Messianic Psalm, Psalm 22, that pictures our Savior when he's crucified. It's an amazing psalm that foretells the coming of Jesus who died and rose again for us and for our salvation. Uh, There it says, Save me from the lion's mouth, for thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorn. So once again, uh, a unicorn is mentioned in the King James Version. Modern translations would translate that wild ox. And I suggest that our listeners who are interested in the topic go to the Answers in Genesis website and check it out, particularly this article by Dr. Elizabeth Mitchell, Unicorns in the Bible, because she goes into a great deal of detail showing that the unicorn is mentioned with peacocks and lambs and lions and bulls and goats and donkeys and horses and dogs and eagles and calves, all of which we know today as being real creatures, so it's not just mythological. And once again, she points out that in the Bible, it's always associated with great strength and being wild and untamable. And it's not necessarily that it had one horn. Uh, It may be Again, with the wild ox, that is, that's similar to the word, the Assyrians had the word rimu, which is similar to the Hebrew word re'em, so maybe it's the same creature, a wild ox that was hunted even by the kings back in the old days. The Assyrian kings hunted them for sport and so forth. And as late as 1627... Uh, There's an article there about somebody who described one as a little below the elephant in size, uh, the appearance, color, and shape of a bull. Their strength and speed are extraordinary, uh, and so forth. So it's interesting how they talk about that. And then the horns were cut off and used uh, by kings, uh, decorated in silver, and they used them at their feasts with sumptuous entertainments. (laughs) So interesting to read about it. But What does this all come back to? So while the word unicorn is used in the King James Version of the Bible to translate this word re'em in Hebrew, today they translate it wild ox. It was a kind of creature God had made, and the one that was referred to as a rhinoceros in the article in Discover Magazine, well, God made rhinoceroses too. So God made all kinds of animals, some of which uh, human beings have been able to tame and use for domestic uh, uses such as farming. And some to this day remain wild and untamable, but God is the one who is a creator of them all, and uh, and we as uh, creatures of the Lord in humble repentance look to the Lord and His strength as He is our creator, and we also praise Him for being our Redeemer, who sent His Son Jesus, who did die on the cross, whose death was foretold by the prophets of old, including in that wonderful Psalm, Psalm 22, which describes in such detail how our Savior uh, cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? 
and we know that Jesus was forsaken on that cross because he took our punishment for us. Our sins were laid on him, and he paid for our sins there. He rose in victory on the third day, and he is strong, stronger than all creatures, and uh, his mighty strength is shown chiefly in mercy, and in his mercy has come to forgive us and to save us and to restore fallen creation. So it will be interesting if in the new heavens and the new earth we see creatures like this. The Bible doesn't say that for sure, but you know the picture of the uh, paradise restored sometimes has uh, wild animals uh, playing uh, tamely by uh, little babies and so forth. So you right. have the, the ox and, and the lion lying down together. Mm-hmm. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for all that you have done. And your holy word tells us about all the creatures you made, including creatures, whether we call them unicorns or wild ox, and yet we know they were mighty and they were wild, and yet, O Lord, you are able to tame all creatures, for they serve your holy will. And we praise you, O Lord, that not only did you create the world, but you've redeemed us from our sin by sending your Son, Jesus, who died upon Calvary's cross, who rose in victory from the dead on the third day. He is mightier than all creatures, and you show your might mostly in showing mercy to your people. Help us, O Lord, in humble repentance to turn to you and to believe in Jesus as our crucified and risen Savior, and to proclaim your praises in creation and redemption. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, and I look forward to talking to you in a week. Okay, thanks. God be with you. AMA 50 KFUO. You can find us on the web at kfuo.org.